Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. And now, here's your host, William Powell. The king of DC media. What's going on, my dear listeners? Welcome to another episode of the Inside Action Radio Show. I am your gracious host from the East Coast, William Powell, otherwise known as the king of DC media. Tonight, my guest is actor and chef extraordinaire Vincent Fiore from the Wise Guy Kitchen Cooking Wise Guy Kitchen Cooking Show. Uh, you can find out more at www.thewiseguycookingshow.com. He has a show coming up in uh, the Cascade Theater in Redding, California, in September, and I see he's on the line, so let me bring him on in. Good evening. What's going on, Paisan? I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for coming on the show again. My pleasure. It's always a pleasure to be on the on the air with you, my friend. Absolutely, absolutely. So, man, I hear that uh, your show is actually nominated uh, for four tellies. Uh, talk a little bit about yeah. that. Yeah, very excited. Uh, the Wise Guy Kitchen has been nominated for four telly awards this year, and uh, last uh, last week we actually won uh, best web series. Uh, that was very exciting. And we're doing a bunch of live shows. I'm actually right now in Redding, California, and I'm uh, over at the Anselmo Vineyards, which, William, if you ever get a chance or any of your listeners out there, you got to make a trip to the Anselmo Vineyards in, uh, outside of Redding, California. It's 3,000 acres of paradise. There's uh, cattle and horses. There's a mansion and a 200-foot waterfall. There's a church. It is the perfect setting for any of our listeners out there who are involved in TV or film or photography, it's a great place to come out and shoot uh, a photo shoot for a day or a feature film for a month. It's absolutely breathtaking. It's awesome. That's great. That's great. You got a helipad and everything else out there. So uh, let's say I'm a young filmmaker. How do I uh, actually book some time out there? Well, it's very easy. Go to AnselmoVineyards.com. And you could see a lot of pictures and video of the uh, of the facility. You could also um, go to BlackRock Entertainment and uh, speak with Chuck Powers or myself. I think you know who Chuck is. He's an award-winning yeah. uh, producer and director. And uh, we'd be mm-hmm. happy to help and uh, have you guys come out, give you a tour of the property. Uh, matter of fact, this morning I was on the air with uh, Miller and the Man and uh, on the radio. And uh, next week, Steve Joyner's coming out to take a look at the vineyard for a couple of clients that he's working with out of L.A. All right. That's nice. So now June 4th, I know they're going to start filming this film, man, uh, The God Particle Resurrection by Tom Rico. Now, you play a chief engineer. Talk a little bit more about that role. Well, it's very exciting. You know, um, Tom is an award-winning author. Uh, He wrote Northern Lights, which is a, a great screenplay. 
and Chuck Powers is actually uh, one of the producers and directors as, as well. And I was cast. It's a it's a main role, and I'm cast as uh, a chief engineer uh, out of Switzerland in a uh, place called the Collider, and it's basically uh, an apocalypse type of film. It's not zombies, but it's apocalypse. It's a sci-fi. And I think Tom should be calling in in the next uh, five or ten minutes and he can tell you more about it. But it's very exciting for me because, you know, uh, as an Italian-American actor, uh, you know, from New York and, and being the wise guy chef, you get offered a lot of roles every day and they're all, you know, mob style, mob related. And it's really good to be cast uh, in a leading role. That's something totally outside my scope, if you will, and uh, I'm very honored to be part of the show. Yeah, that's kind of segues into uh, dealing with haters. Now, I know that the Wise Guy Kitchen Cooking Show, I know there's, like, stereotypes and things like that, and there's a lot of humor and everything like that. So, I mean, how do you deal with, like, haters that, that get into, like, stereotypes about your show? Well, you know, I really don't get a lot of haters for doing that, but, you know, it, it's um, – I guess there's always a thing where you, you got to give the public what they want, you know, and they expect certain things. And, you know, if you look at, if you look at actors like Frank Vincent or Vincent Pastor, uh, you know, even, uh, you know, a lot of the big names, for example, they made a living playing, you know, mobsters and gangsters for 25, 30 years. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, if the check clears and you pay your bills, uh, I've done, you know, quite a few of those, but I like the idea of stepping outside the realm. I think, it gives me an opportunity to show uh, the fans what I can do uh, outside of playing that Italian mobster. And with this particular show with God Particle Resurrection, I actually get to play uh, opposite Tracy Rose, gifted actress, and she's part of uh, the Wise Guy show as well. So her and I are stepping out of the box and playing it to something totally different. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that show is all about the, what is it, six-inch plates with uh, 12, 12 inches of food and chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, it's funny because, you know, out here at Anselmo Vineyards, uh, you know, it's like I said, it's a historic uh, Italian winery, if you will, and I've been cooking up some crazy dishes out here. Boy, it's uh, It's been a pleasure. The it, It's nice to, to be appreciated out here in Northern California, um, I guess you could say it's a, being a big fish in a little pond, but the, the reviews have been great. People love uh, what's happening out here. They love the food. And I'm so uh, honored and blessed to be able to continue my show and hopefully, you know, uh, film even out here at Anselmo Vineyards. You know, we spoke with uh, Chuck Powers, who's been talking to uh, several major networks who are very interested in the show and uh, they're interested in the vineyard as well. So it, it you know, it complements two things. It, it gets our show some West coast fan base and it gets the vineyard some West coast fan base. So we're very excited about that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good networks out there. You got food network, uh, HTG network and all those different networks out there. So, I mean, can we see you on a, on a, on a nationwide uh, cable channel maybe in the next year? What do you think? I would, I would say probably by the fall for sure. We're already working on it uh, right now. We're on a lot of uh, local and regional cable channels up on the East coast. And now we're really focusing on the West coast. So that's why I'm in California. It's a big difference being a city boy from New York to living on a 3000 acre vineyard in Northern uh, California. It's quite the change. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. And on the show, you got to talk about 
I know you love seafood. What's your favorite seafood dish to cook on the show? Well, I have uh, quite a few of them, but, you know, I do a nice chili and sea bass, which is great. And last week uh, at the vineyard, I actually cooked uh, something called uh, red snapper puttanesca, which is uh, a red snapper in a spicy red sauce with bell peppers and capers, and we sold out. It was just awesome. Nice, nice. Okay, so you got to talk about the, the direct monthly online film festival. What's going on with that? Well, we won last month, uh, last week, actually. Uh, we won Best New Web Series. Uh, there's a lot of different film festivals out there for indie filmmakers, and uh, as you know, and there's a handful for people that are involved in, in the culinary world, you know, in the food show, whether that's a, a food documentary or a food short film. or So um, we were asked to uh, enter, and we did, and uh, the fans voted, and we got the, the top prize. So that was uh, very exciting. I'm very uh, grateful to all the fans who watched the show and buy tickets to the live show. And, you know, you mentioned uh, that we're going to be here in Britain, California, and we're very excited. It seats 1,000 people. And uh, I was at the theater today, and I'm standing on stage looking at a thousand empty seats, and I could hope and pray that there'll be a thousand smiling faces in there. Oh, I'm sure there will be. Absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, Vincent, what's been the key to your success? I think uh, basically it's not giving up. You know, um, I read a I read a book a long time ago, and it was about Colonel Sanders from Kentucky Fried Chicken. They said he. He knocked on almost a thousand doors and his wife told him, you know, that's it. You'd knocked on a thousand doors and uh, you're done. Go get a job. And he knocked on one more and he got an investor and there, lo and behold, you know, KFC. So I'm a firm believer in following your dreams and and never giving up. You know, I'm out here. And as you know, you and I met in Washington, D.C. I've been on the air a couple of times with you and, you know, my, my roots are in New York. But I came out here to California right now to promote the show, to uh, promote the vineyard, and uh, I'm not going to give up until both of those are successful. You know, I want to put the Wise Guy Kitchen on the map, and I want to put and sell more vineyards on the map. And uh, next week, we'll be at the Taste of Reading. There'll be, you know, probably, you know, 25, 30 chefs there, and I'll be one of them. And I, I look forward to it. And, uh, you know, the key to success for anybody out there, no matter what you do, whether you want to be a school teacher or a nurse or a chef or an actor, is to never give up. Follow your dreams and, and make it happen. The only person that can tell you no is you. Absolutely. You're right about that. You're right about that. So I know that you're an actor. So talk a little bit about your training. I mean, do you still train and take classes and do, uh, you know, like improv classes and things like that? Well, well, absolutely. You know, back back when I was in the D.C. area, New York area, you know, I would go to uh, uh, seminars and workshops with, uh, you know, uh, Jan Lederer and John Pallotta, if you know John Pallotta, and Connie yeah. Lamott. I know you know Connie Lamott. And out here, uh-huh. you know, I'm not that far from L.A., so I'm going to make some trips on the day off. But I've been doing a lot of stuff uh, through Kevin Spacey. He's got the uh, master class that you actually could do uh, online and watch his uh, performances and his videos and his classes. But you just keep going forward and try to develop the character. You know, uh, the last film I did, I was a mobster. In the next film, I'm a chief engineer. So I'm learning how to be a chief engineer. And that's what it's all about is just 
putting your heart and soul into every role, uh, whether that role is being in a film or on a TV show or behind the stove cooking at a vineyard. You know, whatever it is you want to do, do it 100%. Do it with all your heart and all your might. Okay, so it looks like either Tom or Chuck is on the line. I see a, a, a number 351, so let me bring them on in. Good evening. Who's on the line? Hey, guys. It's Tom Rico. Tom, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks so much. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, Tom. How you doing? Hi, Vince. Good. How are you? I'm doing great, buddy. Awesome. All right. All right. So we were talking about uh, God Particle a little earlier, uh, God Particle Resurrection. So, Tom, you're, you're the writer, so talk a little bit more about uh, you know, the plot and the themes and characters and all that fun stuff. Yeah, of course. Sure, I'd love to. Um, actually, The God Particle is a sequel to uh, my first novel and screenplay that was entitled Northern Lights. Um, Northern Lights is, um, well, it's a book that I wrote back in 2013, and um, I was talked into writing a screenplay uh, from a few people who were in the business said, you gotta, you got to turn this into a movie. Uh, I was a little shocked by, um, you know, people being so interested in it, but I said, okay, you know, I'll teach myself how to learn, how to uh, write a screenplay, and I did, and uh, started hitting the festivals with it, and Northern Lights is currently at uh, 31 film festival nominations and 15 wins. Wow. yeah, you you kind of get addicted to that type of feeling when that happens to you. Uh, that, <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah, I, I mean, last year we went to, uh, it was the Galactic Film Festival in Hollywood, and uh, it was the first film festival I went to at Northern Lights. And uh, it was up for best screenplay, so uh, obviously we went out there, you know, not thinking anything was going to happen, and, and lo and behold, it won. Uh, best screenplay, uh, making me a award-winning Hollywood writer, which was just crazy in my mind. So, um, yeah, so Tom, you, know, you get addicted to that. It's yeah, a crazy so Tom, feeling. You step so, back. Um, yeah. So, you know, uh, I was prompted to go ahead and, and write a sequel to it, which uh, is what the God Particle, uh, and that ha- that's how that came about. And we're lucky enough to have uh, Vince along for the ride on this next one that we're going to be shooting this weekend. That's great. That's great. So, so uh, now in writing it, did you have uh, Vincent in mind for that part, or is it something that uh, he just read it and liked it? Well, I think a, a little bit of both. Uh, we have the same uh, producer, uh, Chuck Powers at Black Rock Entertainment, Um has been working with Vince for a while now. I've been working with uh, Chuck Powers uh, since last year when he did the trailer for Northern Lights. And he was like, uh, you guys got to get together and chat. Um, we could use him on the God Particle, great actor. And, uh, you know, he's doing some projects that he could probably use you for, you, you for as well. So um, we all got together and it's it's going very well. That's great. That's awesome. So, Vincent, in reading the, the script, I mean, what's some of the things that, that really jumped out, of you, out at you that, that made you think it's going to be a really meaty role? Hello? Hello? He might, he might, I don't know if he's having 
He might be you having a cell phone issue. He might be having a cell phone issue. Uh, Let me tell you a little bit about Northern Lights, and let's see if he comes back. Um, okay. So Northern Lights was uh, the, the premise behind that is uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the um, ancient a- alien theory that is on TV now. They, they have that show, Ancient Aliens. Okay, I've heard of that. Hey, yeah. You guys hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear back. you now. You, you blanked out there. Oh, okay. okay. Hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you hey, now. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, yeah, I'm up in the mountains here at the vineyard. <laughs> <laughs> Tom, you were saying that this is about ancient aliens? Oh, uh, yeah. It's uh, Northern Aliens. Is The premise behind it is um, it's a UFO invasion that's cloaked by the Northern Lights. And what we come to find out later on in the storyline is that the aliens that are visiting us are basically the ancient aliens, forerunners of our planet, uh, that planted the seeds of DNA and life on this planet, you know, billions of years ago. Um, It gets into a whole, you know, worldwide pandemic type of situation. It turns into an apocalyptic situation. And, um, that's where the God particle comes in at the end because the God particle is more of a post-apocalyptic uh, screenplay. And that takes place at the uh, Large Hadron Collider in Switzerland where they're conducting a whole bunch of scientific experiments uh, with regard to black hole technology and um, time travel and time-space continuum rifts. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the facility, out in Switzerland, but they're they're doing some pretty scary things that they may actually succeed in doing. Uh, so the God particle comes in and it says, um, you know, what happens if this facility, go, you know, goes ahead and succeeds in what they're doing in their experiments and creates a black hole or creates some type of rift in time? And um, that's what the sequel is about. Awesome, awesome. So. Yeah, Vincent, talk a little bit more about, uh, you know, when you saw the script, what's some of the things that you liked about the role? Well, I play a, a, a guy named Teddy. He's the chief engineer at the Collider. And um kind of reminds me of me a little bit. I guess he's a tough-as-nails type of guy, but he also has a big heart and cares about other people. So, it, to me, it was uh, an opportunity to really, really, uh, A, play a great role but to join forces with Tom, who is a great award-winning author, and Chuck Powers, who I've been working with for a couple of years now. Uh, and it was just a, a great fit. And I'm excited about it. I'm excited about doing it. Uh, you know, Chuck and I, I mean, um, Tom and I, you know, speak every few days. And one of the things we discussed was trying to write a screenplay for Life on a Vineyard called Blood and Wine. So everything's kind of aligning in itself. And, uh, I'm very excited about it. You know, I can't wait to transform myself from uh, Vincent Fiore to, uh, you know, uh, Teddy, the, the chief engineer. And I'm excited and uh, I'm waiting for them to say action. There you go, Vince. <laughs> it's going to be a great shoot this weekend. It's going to be hot as heck in, in Atlanta from what I understand. Uh, but we're really looking forward to getting down there and, and getting everybody in place. And we're really glad that Vince is on board with the project. And uh, uh, can't wait to to get rolling. That's great. And, and how long is the shoot? Uh, we're shooting June 4th, 5th, and 6th. 
We've got about uh, six scenes to shoot. It's, it's Keep in mind, it's just a trailer. So what we will hopefully have uh, a feature presentation one day. Um, so it should probably run about 10 minutes, maybe 15 tops, uh, just to get that anticipation going on the project. Uh, it's all going to go into a pitch packet um, that Chuck's putting together at Black Rock Entertainment. It'll go together with uh, Northern Lights, the you know, which is essentially the prequel to it at this point, and uh, all the awards that it's won, and we're going to put it all together and try and hit the major studios with it and hopefully uh, knock it out of the park. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So we got we got to talk about the uh, the screenplay competition, the Northern Lights screenplay competition. So tell me a little bit more about the uh, the criteria for that. Yeah, well that that kind of came together just as uh, Vincent and Chuck and myself got together. Um, now we're at a point where we've been in the business for a little while. Uh, Vince has a bunch of awards behind him. I've got a bunch of awards behind me as well as Chuck. So we were like, hey, you know, why don't we pay it forward? Let's let's put together a, a screenplay competition whereby the three of us can be the judges for it and offer awards quarterly. It's going to be a quarterly screenplay competition. We're going to judge uh, everything that we receive on merits. There's all different ca- uh, categories, horror, thriller, docudrama, comedy. Uh, we're going to take that. We're going to divvy it up between the three of us as judges. We're going to come across with the best screenplays that we possibly can. And we're going to pick one uh, annually that's going to have a trailer made for their screenplay completely free. And it's a way to, uh, you know, bring other people who are trying as hard as, as we have been to get their um, their art out there. That's great. That's great. And uh, what's the website for it? It is northernlightscreenplaycompetition.com. <laughs> it's a little long, great. but uh, <laughs> it, kind of, it kind of says it all. Uh, it can also be yeah. found on, uh, uh, you can go through filmfreeway.com. I don't know if you're familiar with it, but uh, Film Freeway is one of the biggest, um, websites for you to uh, get into entering your films, your shorts, your trailers, your your feature presentations, your screenplays. It's a great way to get your work out there, to have it judged, and to win some awards, to go to some festivals, to, uh, I mean, you know, cash awards, uh, trailers made for free, judges from Hollywood, it's just an absolutely great venue for you to uh, to have your voice spoken on the work that you're doing. So uh, it's the way I entered Northern Lights. Uh, all of the nominations and all of the awards that I won was through going um, going through Film Freeway and entering my screenplay, entering the trailer, uh, winning awards, going to festivals, and you know now it's time to pay it forward. Let's do the same for some other people who are up and coming and. And let's get them out there. Let's get a trailer made for them, and let's pitch their stuff to major studios, and and hopefully uh, it's a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, now Vincent. Now I think I, I could have sworn. I think in the past I heard that you actually dabbled in writing, or you were writing a screenplay, or something like that. Uh, is that true? 
Well, I wrote the musical comedy, uh, Dinner with the Mob, which is uh, a live show off of the Wise Guy Kitchen. Um, I actually wrote a screenplay called My Brother's Vengeance, and halfway through it, I decided to put the brakes on and invite Tom to join me. So now it's, it's being rewritten by Tom and myself, and uh, we're halfway done. And um, My Brother's Vengeance is going to be a very great screenplay. I'm excited. Yeah, it's got a lot of great content. Uh, we're, we're looking at, you know, putting out the next Godfather, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, there's some great movies that were done in the past um, based on the same type of material, The Godfather, The Departed, Reservoir Dogs, all wonderful movies. I think My Brother's Vengeance could be right up there with them. Great. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, I'm a, I'm a big admirer of uh, Tarantino. And one of the things that Tarantino does is that I think his last couple films have been pure genius in that they're really like plays, really. They're like five-act plays. And one thing I like about the guy is he really, his structure is all his own. He doesn't go according to a conventional structure. Like you look at, uh, there's a famous, infamous book out there, Save the Cat, about screenwriting. And it's like, you know, it's like paint by numbers, by the book. So Tom, you know what's what's your take on that? Are you big on uh, doing yeah, things? Yeah, no, not really. I, I mean, when I started with Northern Lights, I mean, I I had no, nothing about writing a screenplay, absolutely nothing. But I knew that there were people that were interested, and if I was going to move forward, I had to I had to try. So I basically taught myself. I went through YouTube videos, how to write a screenplay, you know. I started reading tons and tons and tons of screenplays, you know, the ones that were award-winning, just to get the feel for the format and how it's supposed to be structured and laid out and the way the acts are laid out and the scenes and everything. And then I said, okay, well, that's great. I've got the format now. I know what I'm doing, but I'm going to write it the way I want to write it because if it's not unique (laughs) and if it's not original, then it's not good, (laughs) you know? So uh, I, I I just kind of wrote it as if, you know, nobody's going to care. It's never going to win an award. It's never going to go anywhere. So I just wrote it for fun. Uh, and when I started mm-hmm. hitting the festivals with it, people were like, wow, this is really unique and original. I was like, well, you know, thank you. That's what I went for. Uh, I wasn't trying to copy anybody or do anything uh, that's been done before. I wanted to do something new and exciting. So you can't really, I mean, you got to follow the guidelines. You got to follow the format on screenplay writing or else when you get judged, if it's, if it's not following the prop, it's going to get trashed right away. You won't even get judged, but you also have to give it your own self. You have to, you know, put your blood into it and it has to be original and unique because if it's not, the judges are going to see that right away. So I I know what you mean about Quentin Tarantino because I also am a fan and his writing is very, I would say, melodic in its way because of the way it flows. So, yeah, you know, big fan of him and trying to develop my own uniqueness and originality and bring it forward and, and hope that people recognize that. Great. Now, Vincent, what's your approach to writing? I think it's just being creative and and. I kind of let the pen flow from my heart. Whatever's going through my heart at that moment is what I start writing down. And at times I'll go back and reread it and make my changes. 
but I'm not one of those writers who sits and thinks for 20 minutes for every line. I kind of start thinking right away and I just start typing away as to what's flowing out of my heart and my mind. And then I go back and look at it and say, okay, this makes sense or this needs to be changed. And, and, I, and I think there's, there's truth to that as far as, you know, in that spur of the moment, we've all been there where it could be three o'clock in the morning, an idea comes in your head and you wish you had a piece of paper to write it down. And that's what basically it is. It's ideas that come to your head and you write it down. And, and that's, that's my way of doing it. And, you know, not to change the subject, but for all your listeners out there, you have to see what I see right now. If they could go to a website and sell com, listen to this. Yeah. I went, I left my Mercedes back in Florida and I'm in a pickup uh-huh. truck on the top of a mountain by an old Italian style Catholic church. And I'm looking at about 300 head of cattle right now. And you know me, I'm a city boy. And all I keep thinking about is, okay, how do I write a Western? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Vincent, I'm looking at your, I'm looking at pictures of your garden, man. I'm envious. This thing is beautiful. I mean, you, you can feed a whole village with this. I'm just looking at the pictures now. Let, let, let me tell you something. Yeah, let me tell you something. We have 3,000 3, acres here, and we planted about a, an acre of, of the garden. And I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I was on my hands and knees. We got, we got great guys that do that for us. But there, there's going to be about 800 acres of grapes uh, to plant uh, to uh, produce wine. It's, ama- it's just an amazing place. And uh, in all honesty, man, on any given spot in this vineyard, you could film a modeling photo shoot, a music video, a feature film, a TV show. The list goes on and on. And, and I can't believe that I, I went from my air-conditioned Mercedes in Clearwater Beach, Florida, to sitting in a pickup truck on the top of a mountain. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful either way. It is. Yeah, you, you're, Vincent, you're, you're, you're a good travel guy, man. You're like a travel commercial. I want to fly out there and see what's up. And you could come anytime you want, William. We always got a place for you to rest your head and a table for you to sit and have a meal because you're the king of DC media. That's right. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at these pictures here. You got a red truck. It's like one of those vegetable trucks. And yeah, it's a, oh, 19, wow. got... it's a 1936 International. Wow. You got a uh, helicopter here. I see the church. Wow, God, that could be like uh, you could film a western. It looks like a spaghetti western, one of those spaghetti western churches. Absolutely, and that church is actually sanctioned by the Vatican as a Roman Catholic church, so it's a real church. Amazing. I'm looking at an aerial shot now. You can see uh, all the farmland there. It's amazing, amazing, incredible. It's beautiful. Yeah, I'm yeah. actually thinking of uh, writing a ghost story around the vineyard. <laughs> Wow! Oh yeah, wow, and nice. don't forget, don't forget the waterfall. We have a 200 uh, foot waterfall. We have a a banquet facility that seats about 300 people. That you could do weddings, corporate events, and you can actually black out the windows and film an entire movie in there. <laughs> nice, nice, great, great. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to coming out there. I know it's uh, it's a lot of a lot of nice weather out there in LA, unlike DC. We're, like DC is like you never you never know what you're gonna get out here. Well, today we got 105 degrees. <laughs> oh, wow. 
Wow, yes. Yes, indeed. So, uh, Mr. Chuck Towers, um, BlackRock Entertainment. Now, he's supposed to call in, and uh, I know that he's doing a lot. So, uh, Vincent, talk a little bit about uh, how you met, uh, how you first met Chuck. Oh, well, that's a very interesting story. You see, um, when my show became really popular, uh, somebody tried to uh, steal my show. And uh, obviously, I'm not going to allow that to happen. And the person that was trying to do that to me, basically extorting me, was a person that was doing the same thing to Chuck Towers. And we had a conversation one day uh, legally with our attorneys, and uh, we wound up hitting it off and becoming friends, and everything worked out for the best. You know, uh, nobody got my show but me. Nobody got Chuck's show but him. And the rest is history. We've been friends for a while now, working together, and... You know, it's one big happy family. I actually know that person that you're referring to, and uh, I almost uh, got into business with him on Northern Lights, but I met Chuck at the same time and decided to go with Chuck, so I kind of escaped that that problem. Yeah, it's funny because uh, Chuck started his career way back when on Love Boat, so every time I, you know, I have the ringer, the ringtone when it when it he calls me. It has a theme from Love Boat, so I know it's him. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I didn't know that. I'm gonna have oh, to change you, learn, you learn something new every day. But, yeah, that's uh, funny. <laughs> yeah. You know, Vincent, I'm gonna start with you, and then I'm gonna go to Tom. Y'all brought up something very interesting. How do you deal with? How do you go with that 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 sixth sense, that gut feeling where you you meet a person? And you just – how have you cultivated that over the years where you, you guard against shady characters? You know, what, 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 how did you build that up? I don't know. It's, it, it's you know, we, we want to trust and, and care about everybody. And, unfortunately, there's people out there that uh, don't think the same way we do. And after a while, you get burned so many times that, you know, you want to put up a guard. It's not really fair to the other people because you have to give everybody a fair shot. And, you know, I've been fortunate enough, the friends that I have, friends like, like you, uh, William, and, and, and Connie and Jerry, Jerry Moore in uh, D.C., who gave me my first shot on television, these, all of you have become my friends for life. And I'm not going to allow somebody mm-hmm. to come in and take advantage of me uh, or any of my friends for that matter. So I think it's a matter of a good feeling and instinct after a while that you kind of know who to let in and who not. Uh, I don't know, if Tom, if you agree with that or not, but that's my way. Do I get a gut feeling? Yeah, no, I actually agree completely. I mean, you know, I started writing Northern Lights in 2010. Believe me, I, I've been pushing this project for, you know, going on six, seven years now, and I've been burned so many times by so many people who want so much money from me without doing a damn thing, or they want it up front and they do very little. Um, I think it, it's it's almost like an education. You know, you learn. Uh, your God is always up. And even when you you meet someone new who and it feels perfect, you know, like even when I met Chuck, it, you know, it felt perfect. But I'll be very honest, my first conversation with him was like, you know, look, dude, I've been screwed over, over and over again. If you're going to do it, I'm going to catch it right away and we're going to part ways. And... Uh, after that conversation, I realized that, you know, I don't think he's one of those guys. I think that we have a special relationship here. We became like family. 
right away. Um, and especially after we shot Northern Lights, and I said, all right, you know, my guard is always up, but now I know. When I meet somebody, I know uh, that I can trust them pretty much, you know, immediately. I felt that way with Vince. I felt that way with Chuck. Um, but there's always those those few out there. So, yeah, you, you've got to let certain people into your family and then guard the family. Absolutely. That's a good line. That's a really good line. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Okay. So uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, now, Vincent. I know back in the day, I heard through the grapevine somebody said you actually were on the radio at one time. So talk a little bit about that. Well, no, uh, they're mistaken. I was not on the radio. I was a guest on the radio. I was a guest on your show and many other shows, but I never had my own radio show. I, I actually filled in as a host. Uh, in Florida on an AM channel uh, for a couple of weeks that somebody was out on vacation or something. I don't remember, but uh, I didn't have my own radio show. No, not at all. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not the king of DC media. I do what I do, but I will never step on the grounds of being a radio announcer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. All right. And so now Tom, you got to talk about, you know, what, what made you choose, science fiction as a as a genre to write about hey, hey tom before you answer before you answer that uh william i have another commitment that i gotta run to i'm gonna allow you guys to continue to the interview and speak with each other i just want to thank you for letting me be on your show and to everyone listening out there if you want to learn more about uh our show go to the wise guy kitchen show.com and if you want to learn more about the vineyard please go to and SelmoVineyards.com, and I look forward to seeing all of you in person. All right. Well, thanks for coming on the show again. All right. Thanks a lot, Vince. Take care, Tom. Bye. Okay. Okay, bye. Hey, William. Okay. Yeah, so, Tom, so just uh, finish up with that, uh, you know, the question about, uh, you know, why you chose to write about uh, science fiction. Well, it's uh, it's kind of a funny story. I, I've always been a, a huge science fiction fan, a horror fan. And, you know, over the years, I've, I've watched many movies. And, you know, some of them are not that good, to be quite honest. Uh, you know, um, I would, you know, talk, turn to my wife and say, you know, I could do better than that. that. That's crap. I could do better than that. I could do better. And then she just was like, well, you know, shut up and do it, you know. <laughs> And um, I said, you know, I'll just give it a try. I mean, for many years I was, you know, raising two kids. I had elderly parents to take care of and and didn't have the time to do it. Um, But, you know, a little bit later on in life, I I did have the time to do it. And she said, yeah, you know, stop talking about it and go ahead and give it a try. So, you know, just sat down and started writing. Uh, My first inclination was to do something. Uh, that was science fiction related. I've always been fascinated with uh, the Northern Lights phenomenon, the Aurora Borealis on the, you know, Northern and Southern um, poles. And I've always been fascinated with ancient aliens and UFOs and, and that type of thing and, and that genre as far as science fiction movies go. So, you know, I thought to myself, well, you know, why not throw it all into the garbage bag, you know, just take everything that's science fiction related and put it all together into a movie. So 
you know, I grabbed the ancient alien theories. I grabbed the UFO theories. I grabbed, you know, uh, the Northern Lights as a as kind of a really cool backdrop to a movie that would be a great cinema event if you were sitting there looking at it. Uh, threw in some other, you know, um, science fiction theories and um, one big boiling pot of science fiction came up with Northern Lights. Awesome. Awesome. That's great. That's great. Okay, before I let you go, uh, just uh, throw out there how fans can keep up with you. Uh, Yeah, sure. I mean, I can be found uh, on Facebook, of course. Uh, My name is Tom Rico. (laughs) I will friend anybody who friends me if they're interested in in the projects that are going on. Plus, we have have production pages for both uh, The God Particle on Facebook, which is The God Particle Resurrection. You can find that on Facebook. Uh, There is a production page for Northern Lights, which is the Northern Lights production page. We also have, as you mentioned before, the uh, Northern Lights Screenplay Competition.com. People can get in touch with me through the contact tab on there as well. So um, I'm easily accessible. All right. Okay, Tom, it was great to have you on the show. And uh, we'll definitely have uh, you and Vincent, and uh, hopefully in the future we'll have uh, Chuck Powers on the show as well. Yeah, sounds great. Thanks for having us, and it's been a pleasure. All right, same here. Okay, good night. All right, take care now. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. All right, folks, and as I said earlier, you can uh, find out more at uh, com. And let me leave you with this thought of doing something for your career every day and breaking a leg. Night. Hey, federal employees, what would you do with $1 million? Your wishful thinking can become a reality. We're FedChoice, and we're here to help you achieve your million-dollar dreams, from saving you money on a loan to helping you save for retirement. Visit us online at FedChoice.org and use the keyword inside. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, an official sponsor of the Inside Acting Radio Show. FedChoice Federal Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. From filmmakers Josh Land and Victor Fink comes Lotus Eyes, an independent feature film arriving spring 2016, which follows the story of Simon, a 16-year-old living in a post-oil crash world, helping his mother hold on to a failing family business. Lotus Eyes attempts to bring audiences a vivid picture of an America after the oil peak where livelihoods as well as basic resources are a luxury. Find out more at lotusizefilm.com. That's L-O-T-U-S-I-S-Film.com. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.